Hey, this is Diana, the Bard of Hudson. What the heck does that mean? A bard is just a storyteller. So here I am to share stories with you. What was it like growing up in the 60s and 70s? Did I really meet Bob Marley on an airplane? I hope you enjoy listening to my crazy life and that it inspires you to share your stories in some way. One great way to share your thoughts with me is through my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Diana the Bard. There you can see the photos and written materials that enrich my stories with visuals. Please check it out. And wherever you're listening, please rate and review and share the podcast. I'd love to hear what you think. At the end of the day, human connection is all we have. Enjoy. I've been around for six decades now. That seems crazy. That's a, that's a crazy long time. But when I look back and I think about it, I started in the era of the hippies. Of course, I was just a little nothing scrap of a kid and didn't understand those times. But I do remember some things. I remember the shock and sadness that everyone around me was experiencing when JFK died, for instance. And I remember various things from the 60s, how the, the adults around me reacted to them. And as I grew up through the decades, there were cultural things that hit me hard. And so looking back is not so hard, but I think it's the looking forward that is the most difficult. I heard somebody describe it once as the death of history syndrome. It's like, you can ask people, tell me about your last 10 years. And they'll go, oh yeah, well, we bought a house and we uh, took this great trip to Antarctica in a sailboat or whatever the heck they did, right? And they did all these cool things and maybe their child went off to college or whatever it was. And there were these big milestones, right? Sorry, just so you know, I'm recording in my living room and you might hear cats and things like that. So meow, yes, meow. Anyway, um, they, they can tell you all the things that happened in the last 10 years, big bullet point events in their lives. And then you say, okay, what's gonna happen in your next 10 years? And they're like, oh, well, I'm still gonna be living in this house and you know, my kid is going to be paying for their college forever and all of that stuff. And they kind of can't see the big bullet point changes that might be coming down the pike for them. The death of history. It's really interesting. And so when people start looking at how much time do I have left and what do I want to do with that time, I think they close their eyes and they don't, they don't think about it right? And they just keep plodding on one foot in front of the other. And let's just keep going. Because what's the alternative? We stop, we die, right? But no matter how much you want to, you cannot hold that off. Right? So instead of plodding along, wherever you are in this life, imagine your last days. It's not modeling. It's not like, oh, poor me, I'm going to die someday. It's just imagine your last days because they're coming 
imagine them and think about what will it be that you look back on. So you can start great, you know, like what will it be that you look back on that you're most proud of? Look at all those great things that you did, that you're happy with, that create whatever your legacy is in the world. What are those things? But then flip that coin and think about what are the things that I never got to do? What are the things that you will regret not having seen, not having loved, not having experienced? Is there some place you always wanted to go? Is there someone you once loved that you don't see anymore? Hopefully not a family member, but if, if there's a family member that you've lost touch with, is that someone that you would regret not having seen? Is there something that you imagined yourself being? A road not taken, a fork in the road that you never experienced. Is there a way that you can experience that? now before it's too late, even in some small way. It's not too late to do some of those things, certainly to reconcile with a family member. It's not too late. It takes two people to be in a relationship, but one to fix it. You could fix it. So I was reading the four hour work week a few weeks back. And yeah, I know that sounds like Impossible, impossible dream, but I highly recommend it because it will jolt you out of some of the complacent thinking that we all just fall into because we get into our rote of history, right? Um, so I'm reading the four hour work week and one of his first assignments in there is to write down all of these things that you imagine yourself being or doing and you can take it on a a short timeline, let's say six months from now, I imagine myself doing this. One year from now, I imagine myself being this and make a short list. And then actually go about finding out, okay, if I was going to do that thing, how much would it cost? How much time would it take? And actually write those things out for yourself. Because having facts in front of you is very liberating is very eye-opening. So my one of my stories was that I had seen a friend of mine about a year ago, well, a couple of years ago now because of the pandemic, but a couple of years ago, they took this fabulous trip to Thailand because their friend, their child was in the Peace Corps and was working there and they wanted to go and visit them. And they took this amazing trip and one of the things they posted fantastic pictures about was swimming with elephants. I was so envious in that moment and I was like, oh, that is an incredible thing. But of course, I won't ever do it because to me, it seemed like a millionaire lifestyle kind of thing that people only get to do if they have connections and, you know, ways to to get things done that the average person doesn't and 
I was feeling very much like the average person in that moment and just looking at a window into another life that I could never live. So I put that on my list. And when I actually got up the courage to Google it and look at, you know, Elephant Sanctuary, what does it cost? I found to my extreme shock that the cost of spending an entire day, an entire day with the elephants at the Elephant Sanctuary is $71.84 U.S. I, I just couldn't even believe that number. The value of that experience to me would be worth much, much more. So is that something that I could make happen in my life? Oh, hell yeah. Yes, and of course, there's the plane ticket in there and there's the where would you stay, you know, costs in there. But the fact that the actual experience costs so very little and here I was letting it stand out in my head as something that I could never achieve was ridiculous. So is that one of the things that I would look back on and say, why? Why did I never make that happen? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. So I want to make that happen. So your assignment today is to think about what five things would I like to do if money and time were not an object, right? If money and time were not in my way, what are five cool things? And they could be small. They could be local. They could be easily reachable, but for some reason, you just haven't done them because money and time seem to stand in your way. I want you to look into them. Pick one and find out how much would it cost? How much time does it take? How do I get there? All of those things. And just see if the reality is unexpected and delightful and achievable as I did with the elephants. It's not too late. Uh, my wish for you is that you would come to the end and have as few regrets as possible. That's what I'm going for. Join me on the journey. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to connect, you can find me on Instagram at Diana the Bard or on Facebook at Diana Green. And check out my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Diana the Bard for photos and other fun additions. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you're listening. It makes a world of difference and helps others to find the show. I'd really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Bye.